Hello and welcome to the Authenticity Project podcast. I'm your host, Ren, and I believe my purpose in life is to get people to a higher vibrational frequency. I find that we need more authentic conversation, more conversation about shit that makes us uncomfortable, talking about those things that matter. This is why I've created my podcast and this platform so we can have those chats, we can hold space for each other, and we can talk about the things that really matter in our lives. I hope you enjoy today's episode as much as I have enjoyed creating it and you come back for further listens. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Authenticity Project podcast. I'm your host Ren and today I am joined with a very, very, very special guest all the way from Brisbane, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's Casey. Hi everybody, how are you all going? I can't ask that because they won't have anything back. I'm unique. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. I'm very excited to have this conversation. For anyone who doesn't know, Casey is this massive influencer, YouTube star sensation, just the most authentic chick on the internet. And I decided to grow some balls and reach out. And I was like, hey, bitch, how's it going? And she responded. So here we are, absolutely thriving. Yeah, no, I'm stoked. I'm so excited. I'm so keen. Everything's worked out well timing-wise. When you did reach out, it was just before my wedding and I was so frantic. I was like, I can't put another thing on my plate right now because I may just bloody explode. But now that's all done. I feel like I've got my life back and I'm super excited to be on the episode today. I feel very blessed. Blessed? Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on because like like we were talking about before we started like filming i love talking to guests i find it so much easier to like bounce off in conversation rather than just talking to the wall Absolutely. with my ring light so yeah no i'm really honored to have you on so let's jump into it straight away um tell me a bit about yourself what do you do okay so i am i work in social media full time i like to class i don't like the word influencer it kind of gives me hives i get very uncomfortable when i use that word so i mean i prefer to call myself a youtuber but i guess i sort of i haven't been focusing as much on that so i don't even know where i sit in the realm of what my title is all i know is i create a bunch of content online that covers a bunch of different things. I love to be really open and honest about my personality. I'm not trying to mask anything. It's literally what you see is what you get. I talk about things that I love to do with fashion, beauty, skincare. I also go into mental health. I talk about body positivity and sometimes I'm just my random weird self and that seems to honestly sometimes be the best content that I put out there. A lot of people really, you know, the weirdos of the world, I feel like come to my space come to my instagram come to my youtube and i feel like we can all be a little bit weird together be ourselves without the bullshit and i really love my little community that i've built i'm so lucky to have such amazing followers they honestly like i don't know what the hell i'd be doing if i wasn't doing this well i do know i would be teaching because i have a full-time i have i've completed a teaching degree for primary education never wanted to do it oh wow i literally never wanted to do it not for a minute i just had no idea what i wanted to do when I left school and I thought, let's just do that. I like kids. I'm good with kids. I can, that can be my career, you know, like had no idea at all. Um, and while I was studying, I sort of found the time to create content online and it's turned into my full-time job, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's me. Oh, my voice just went, I was like, what? No. Yeah. That's so cool. And that's, I think that's the reason I reached out is like you said, you know, very, very authentic, very, just like what you see is what you fucking get. Like there's no, 
there's no filter, which I love. And I love your second account so much. You don't really like talk about your second account, but like what an absolute fucking mood. Thank you. I'm surprised it's sort of done as well as it has because I haven't really tried to, you know, push it. I kind of just put up stuff whenever I feel like I have something randomly, like a blooper or like if I just do some rogue stuff on my Instagram that wouldn't make it to the main feed of my normal account, I just whack it on, whack it on the second account. Honestly, I feel like I, if I put effort into that, it would not be as good as it was. I feel like it's great because I don't really think about it at all. Yeah. It just sort of happens and it's very much just my brain vomit on an Instagram account. Yeah, and like, what a mood. And I think that's why I was so intrigued to reach out because that's the thing with you. Like, you're just, you're just so, it's like what, like what you, what you see is what you get and it's so authentic and there's no like sugar coating and it's literally videos of you like fucking vaping in your wedding dress. Like, what a mood. Like, what an absolute fucking mood. Like, so much of me, I feel like I, like there's so many moments that I'm like, I really shouldn't post this. And as soon as I have that thought process, I'm like, I'm fucking posting it because yeah. I know that it's, you know, it's something that people won't post because they're, you know, they either don't want to talk about it or they think it'll be controversial or whatever. I'm like, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't give a shit. It's just, it is, it's what's, it was like a very authentic moment, especially the baby in the wedding dress. If anybody, <laughs> this is a bit of tea. Um, when I was going through my party phase of being a young little idiot um by the way i'm i'm 26 now i'm married so i feel like i've grown up a little bit uh, she's a wifey i'm a wifey what the hell (laughs) and i feel like a whole new woman right now but it wasn't always the case i was like a little ratchet ass hoe um and i used to like when i drink i would smoke a lot and i think i'm addicted to nicotine um but i don't smoke now but i swear to god like just from social smoking when i was a little ratchet po um so anytime a, a vape is about nowadays i'm like give me some of that and i thought it would only be appropriate oh 100 percent. it's your night 100 percent. i wouldn't have to i waited till after dinner i said everybody can get rowdy after dinner everybody just be pretty calm and be you know appropriate for the family and everything before dinner time after the food all bets are off, do whatever the hell you want. And it turned into one hell of a night. And I was just sitting in the disabled toilets vaping for a good half an hour of my wedding night. What about you? What about you? <laughs> oh, I love that. But I love that though, because like there's so many influencers who just don't post their life and it's very edited and it's very filtered. And like, especially for me, you know, I've got fuck all followers. I still love and bless them. But like, I look up to influencers. Are we there? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I look up to influencers and I'm just like, oh my God, I wish someone was just like more authentic and really just posted the things that they wanted to post, didn't like fuck about. And, you know, there's so much editing nowadays. It's like, give me something else, guys. Like, show me your like morning routine, but like your genuine morning routine, not when you're like curling your hair at six in the morning because like who the fuck curls their hair at six in the morning, you know? (laughs) There's so much unrealistic like curated stuff. And don't get me wrong, I do love a curated aesthetic feed to look at. It's something that I personally like to create on my main feed. But you head over to my stories, you head over to some of my reels and stuff and you can see the real person behind that. Whereas I feel like in a lot of accounts um, of, of people and, you know, the typical... I'm doing air quotations right now. You can't see that because it's only audio. But um, typical influencers, I feel like, don't share any of that stuff. It's mm. only the curated stuff. And 
I feel like the platform's really moving away from people like that. Like, it's not, people want to see more real life stuff. And I'm just over here being like, I've been doing this the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good to see that the shift, like the shift in the platform. And I know like on my explore page and everything, I'm seeing a lot more people be a lot more real or raw or talking about more, you know, real life stuff, real life problems. And it's awesome to see that there isn't as much of, you know, while there still is a lot of filtering, a lot mm. of, a lot of unrealistic expectations over the platform. Um, I don't know if that will ever honestly go away, but it is nice to see that there's a lot more of a mix nowadays. Um, and people are realizing that they don't want to follow accounts that don't give them anything but literally pictures. Like if that's all you're putting out there, you know, pretty photos of you in a car park or, you know, a nice up close makeup shot, unless you're like amazing at makeup, if it's just like random bits and yeah, totally. They like want to want to see the person behind it all. Mm. Um, well, there's nothing wrong with those posts because I do love creating them myself. But there's more to it than just that. You know what I mean? I hope oh you, yeah, I hope you get yeah. No, one hundred percent. And that's that is my whole like brand, so to speak. Again, air quotation marks. Like because <laughs> growing up, I had seen all these people, and I was like, they are not talking about shit that matters. You know, like um you know, toxic relationships and like bad friendships and sex and mental health and just like trauma and problems. And there was none of that. It was very just like, okay, I'm just going to post my photo with my cute little ad from Princess Polly. And like, bless, like love that. Love that for you. But like, give me some, give me some something, give me some depth. And so that's why I guess I created my brand because I needed that growing up and it wasn't there. And so now I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a life coach, but I'm like, I'm thriving, but I still have like mental breakdowns and I still like can't find the perfect outfit. And yeah, exactly. Anyone that says that they are like, you know, they have all their shit together, even like people that really are close to having all their shit together, like shit's going to fall apart sometimes. Oh yeah. Like you can't be a hundred percent all the time. It's not attainable. And I think it's really great. Like, I'm just like looking at your reels. I love, love your reels so much. I was like having a little binge the other day. They're so cute. But it's like, it's real life stuff. Like, you're not claiming to, you know, have it all together. I'm going to teach you to master your entire life. No. Like, nothing is ever going to be a bad day. It's like, you know, you're going to have stuff, but let's work through what we can do to, you know, make yeah. things a little bit better. And that was it's- a big thing that I had to learn is like, I have clients now and they will talk about things that I thought I had like genuinely worked through. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking triggered right now. Like, what's going on? And so to anyone listening, like, no one has their shit together. And if they, like, tell you that they do, they are genuinely lying. They're lying. They're trying so hard to convince themselves that they think talking about it out loud to other people is going to make it true. But it's, it's, in a way, I feel like that can actually be quite damaging to Mm. people because they go, well, why aren't I like this? Or, and I feel like I, I, there's a word for it. Is it toxic positivity? Yeah. Oh, my God. Bitch, you read my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like I, I have never been able to. There's been people in the space that I feel like are very have the whole toxic positivity vibe yeah. going on. I like physically cringed when I would watch their content and or listen to them or see something. And not that it's not going to, you know, be something that somebody else is inspired by. But I always was like, no, nah, not. Yeah. Not. I can't. I'm like, that's not real. That's not real at all. Mm. Like, and well, it might help some people i think in a lot of ways and after talking to you know friends and family about this and certain you know people in the space that were definitely being like weren't being honest
honest about how they were feeling on the bad days or anything. It was only ever positive stuff. I feel like it's not... It, people look at that and feel like they're in such a worse spot. Or oh, it's, 100%. It's, it's not attainable. It's not attainable at all. It's like, hey, look, my life is perfect 24-7. But then behind the scenes, they'll have, like, the most fucked relationship with their partner. You know, like, I, I remember following an account and this couple were posting 24-7 about how in love they were. And I was like, oh, my God, I want that. I need that. And I think I was, like, 15, like, fresh out of the womb, basically. And they were just posting all of this real, real positive stuff. And then yeah. she like came out with this YouTube video that she had been like abused and beaten for years. And I was like, that is such a fake, dis- like distorted reality that I was believing for so long. So yeah, it's just about breaking that mold and being like, you know what? Actually, people have shit days yeah, all the time. 100%. And like, I feel like the way I deal with shit days isn't always the best thing. And like, <laughs> I know I do talk about it. Like sometimes I'm like, look, I'm just going to shit day i'm gonna sit on the couch i'm going to watch the office for like you know eight episodes good and i'm gonna order some treats yeah i'm gonna have that day instead of you know i could probably be better and be like okay let's just pull myself out of this and let's have a good rest of the day but sometimes i feel like well, we figured out after we had the chat the other day that i'm a bit of an empath oh, <laughs> and be like it's like my recharge time 100 like percent. it usually comes off the back of either taking on a family member's problem, a friend's problem, or, you know, spending a really big amount of time in my DMs after I've had, you know, posted something or opened up about my mental health or, Mm. I guess you could say, controversial topic or something that people don't talk about, and I get drained. I'm like, I usually feel like it nearly always happens. It'll be a day or two after that, and I'll be like, oh, I'm feeling drained. I need to just chill, recharge, and do those things. But the best part about that is they don't come that often, and when I do have those days, they heal me. If I mm. ever try and like push past one of those days with where I'm at at the moment, I always, always end up having to make it up later on anyway, and you know it drags it out. Whereas if I'm like, I need to just reset, reset button for the day, I am going to feel much better, and then I carry on, and life is good. And that's the thing, though. It's like. I say this to my clients, you know, they're like, oh, I'm having a bad day, you know, but, 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 like, what do I do to fix it? What do I... And I'm like, sometimes you just have to fucking feel because sometimes your body is so emotionally drained that the only thing you can do is sit on the couch and just be yeah. in the moment. If As soon as you try and, like, fix things when you're genuinely not ready to, like, fix things or make yourself feel better in that moment, it's toxic positivity. And then in three days later, you'll you'll be sick for five days because your body was trying to recharge and you were trying to push it to do this. And then it's like, are we sick? Are we resting? What the fuck's going on? And then it gets overwhelmed and then you get sick for, like, a full week. <laughs> 100%. I can totally bloody relate to that. Yeah, for sure. It's just... it's It's teaching people that you don't always have to have your shit together and you don't always have to have like reasoning behind how you feel. You don't always have to do shit. Like to sit on the couch and watch The Office for the whole day would be a fucking dream. But like realistically, you can't sometimes. So you really do have to just go, okay, I'll just do this for like the next three hours and then I'll get out of my like little sad pity moment and then I'll fucking thrive. But like you're allowed to have that break. Absolutely, and you, you honestly need it sometimes. Like, it is something that you're either going to have to take now or it's going to drag out. So, yeah. you might as well do it now. Let yourself have the rest 
and just veg out and not think for a minute and then you'll be feeling a lot better usually afterwards hey yeah 100% what's your I guess top three like mental health tips that you've learned because you are 26 I'm only 21 like a, a literal child so compared to okay. you like yeah what's what's I, I guess your top well three in the head to be giving <laughs> advice but that's never stopped me before is it <laughs> um so top three tips I guess one let yourself have the time have the bad day yeah it's gonna make you feel better in the long run and your body and your brain is gonna thank you for it um Another one, it's okay to say no to people if you do not have the mental energy. I have a really good, can we just jump? Yeah, of course, jump away. (laughs) I have a really great thing that it actually helped me so much understand this in like a visual way. My beautiful nail tech, um, Benny, she actually got me onto this and it, it was a life changing little analogy that just really made me think about giving away my emotional energy to other people. So she said, pretend you've got five like cards from like a deck of cards, um, doesn't matter what they are, that is the energy you can give to people in your life every day or like, you know, sympathy or empathy or they're your emotional cards to give mm. people. So you've got to give yourself one. If you have a partner, you've got to give your partner one if you've got animals that are you know your pets you've got to give them one and then you've got two leftovers so say if your mum's having an issue and needs to vent about something you have that card to give out you can listen to them and you can take on that that you know exertion of emotional energy and then you say my sister or something or your sister has one she needs to take because she's had a fight with a boyfriend after you would see that if you are giving more cards away, you're going to be in a deficit. And if you're in a deficit, you're going to have to make that up on other days. And if you're constantly, you know, giving all your cards away, you're going to feel drained and you're going to need to, you know, have a few days in a row in which you're making sure that you're replenishing those cards. If that makes any sense, that is the that lives in my head every single day of my life that I live by it. And ever since I started doing that, oh my god it has honestly changed my life so Mm. much because i felt like i was always just happy to help and listen and i like i love giving advice i love being there for my friends and family i i'm always happy to support them but i think i was doing too much there was too much going on at a point in my life literally the end of last year and a bit before then and i was just drained all the time but ever since i started implementing that little i guess strategy in my mind it has been game-changing. Yeah, 100%. We call it like, um, it's like your self-love cup. And so like you said with the cards, it's like you have a cup and you're giving a drop to every single person that you interact with. And then you get to the end of the day and you're like two cups down and you're like, what what the, the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to function? And then like you said, you spend that whole week trying to replenish that and you can't function. Like, you actually can't take on everyone's emotional baggage while not giving yourself any love or any emotional support during those stages and then think that you can deal with everyone's problems. Like, it, yeah, you can't do it. And that was the hardest thing for me to learn is, like, you can't actually save everyone. And not everyone wants to genuinely be saved as well. That's exactly right. And some people are happy to, I feel like, a lot of people are happy to sit there and complain about the same thing all the time. And then you constantly are giving them, you know, those cards or those drops from the cup. And 
you're constantly doing that. And it's like a waste of your energy yeah. by the end of it. And if you're not okay with saying no, then people are just going to keep doing it. So I think the fact that you have come, like you've got that under wraps at your age, God, I wish at 29 I had that <laughs> knowledge because my life would probably be very, very different. Um, it's just, it's such an important thing to do. And I think people often overlook how important it is to put yourself first. And some people think it's selfish, but it's not. No, like, you absolutely not. People in your life, if you are constantly putting everyone ahead of yourself, you mm. need to be able to put yourself first, no matter what your situation, because if you aren't right, you're, you know, drained all the time, you're never going to be able to give your best self to anyone else in your life or yeah, literally. Be <laughs> self if you literally drained all the time. that's the biggest thing. Like, especially with me, like as a coach, like I'm trying to help everyone day to day. So how am I going to help myself? Oh, I'll get a coach. It's like, you can't, like you said, you just can't do it all. And anyone who thinks that you can do it all, if you're listening, let me remind you that you can't. And you'll literally like try and try and try and it will just eat up at you. And yeah, learning to not, I guess, learning one to say no and learning to not take on people's energy personally is like one of the, it's like the two biggest things that I needed to learn very, very early on in life. What's your third one, your third tip? Because we've been rambling, sorry. (laughs) Third one. Um... Was it mental? Yeah. Go and see a psychologist or talk to somebody if you're feeling even slightly off. It it is a great thing that I put off for the Mm. longest time. And after like only a few sessions, literally changed my brain. Like it doesn't have to be a life coach, a psychologist, somebody to talk to who is impartial, not friends, not family, not your partner, not your dog, <laughs> somebody who can actually help you yeah. work through your thoughts and your feelings. We're in such an overstimulated world at the moment. Like we wake up and we've got 50 people on our story. We're looking through their lives and everything's so fast. Like you are hardly giving yourself a chance to reflect or think and actually work through anything. If you're stressed and anxious, sometimes you just live in a constant state of that. But if you want to, if you want to stop that or help that or work on that, you need to talk to somebody who can help you work through your problems. Again, like you said, you can't do it all. You do need no. to have somebody. You actually can't. And like, I agree with that 100% because when I was younger, like I went through, obviously everyone goes through trauma and I was like, oh yeah, but that's just my personality. That's who I am. And I went and saw a therapist and she was like, no, babe, that's called trauma. And that's your body, like quite literally dissociating from your pain. And then that's why you like, this is why you behave this way and blah, blah, blah. And like looking back on that now, I would still be that person doing the same things be it behaving the same way creating the same mistakes hanging out with the same like like-minded people and it's like why why not level the fuck up you know why not reach out and get that help 100 percent, you're bang on with that it's and just it, it yeah. is like you, it's so hard sometimes and it depends on who you have in your life as well sometimes like you know your family isn't the most supportive and you know, it's not always their fault. Like some people have their own stuff and that's why they, like every, every, everybody has their own stuff. 
some people like that's an option no everybody has their own stuff but I think it's so important to like regardless of what everybody else is doing just yeah be able to work on yourself and get yourself out of it because you know nobody else is going to do it for you literally and people help but if like you really do have to just you know sometimes just take it off your own back and take charge and level up yourself because nobody else is going to do it 100% accountability for your actions and for your past and all of the mistakes that you've made and then moving forward you can be like okay yes I was a piece of shit back then no I'm not a piece of shit anymore and that's the best feeling you know it's like when I see people from high school or whatever and they're like oh you've changed and I'm like yeah yeah I fucking have like absolutely oh I love that and that's the best thing ever I feel like you've changed used to be an insult yeah in so many ways like, I feel like that was the one thing I'd always see people having to address online like after the you know being on in their space for a long time sorry about that um <laughs> in yeah their space online people would always have to address that they've changed because they have leveled up imagine staying the same imagine that what hell that sounds like Hell. Yeah, that is not that is not on um, my agenda at all. <laughs> like if I was the same person I was two years ago, right now, I would be like, I am like, what? Like, mm. why would you want to say it like that? I was actually going through um, my Instagram stories, like archived Instagram stories the yeah. other day. I was looking for. I'm trying to make a nail inspo reel, so I was looking at my old really terrible nails and I was looking at the way I was speaking I was like damn I was so negative like I was such a negative person I would like put that out there and I didn't even realize how bad it was I guess in some ways and it was me just being myself and I still obviously do that now but just looking at the myself that I am now versus you know a couple of years ago Casey Mm. it's insane I'm so glad that I have changed and nobody really clocks me on anything um, or has ever said, you know, you've changed or anything like that. But I definitely can tell that I've changed just from having a look and reflecting on those things, which is interesting to see because not a lot of people have like, you know, recordings or, you know. Yeah, true, actually. You've just been documenting like your whole journey. So that would be so good to look back on and be like, wow, I really thought like that. Uh, Can't wait till I'm like, you know, 80 showing the grandkids my stuff like, this is when grandma used to do online. <laughs> like, how random. And it's all going to be in like HD. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> that's kind of terrifying. No, but that's exciting though. Like I wish back in the day I had just documented my growth a bit more because looking back now, like I'm a whole another person. And my favorite saying is like, if you knew me in high school, you didn't. <laughs> because I'm, oh, I'm, not, really cool. I'm not that person anymore. Like none of those behaviors thought patterns relationships have anything to do with the current rent and I pride myself on that because a lot of people are so stuck in their ways and I'm like if only you knew like if only you could do it you know like if if you're not growing where the hell are you going honestly hey literally literally evolve or repeat but we have some Q&A questions that I want to jump into because I love answering Q&As it makes me feel important and like special (laughs) so do you want to start us off Sure. So did you have, did you have questions? Do you want to, did you have anything or is it just the ones that I have? Yeah, probably just the ones that you have. Okay. So wait, well, I think this has actually worked out. I think they're a bit similar actually. What you just said. Yeah. So somebody asked, um, did you ever struggle during high school 
being friends, being with friends, etc. Um, and you did just touch on not being the same person at all in high school. And I feel like I was definitely a different person in high school. I think we all were. I mean, for me, that was, I graduated like nine years ago, which is crazy. I don't even know how that's happened. I don't know how I've been a functional adult for the last (laughs) nine years, but apparently I've got there. Um, well, it's a question of, I'm not always functional, but anyway, um, I guess I did kind of, I didn't struggle so much in high school. Like I kind of had, you know, my, my main like friends, I had like a couple of different groups and I feel like we were usually the weirdos or like, I don't know, we were just a bit, we were, (laughs) I don't even know how to, I feel like forever I have to think about this, but I feel like I never really enjoyed school all that much as soon as I got my license I did not really go all that much because I just didn't drive myself in and mum was really chill about everything like mum mum was not a mum mum was a she friend. knew though she, still... she knew she knew you were going places she's like it's fine she'll be mom, fine I wasn't going places you know the, the cooked thing I literally went home and just did whatever assignments I needed to do and then just kind of chilled out a little bit like I could never do any kind of work in school I don't know I just couldn't sit down and do it. I just got distracted mm. or I just, you know, bugger off. I wasn't like, a, I wasn't a naughty student. I wasn't like, I, I did really, really well um, in school, but I just didn't like the structure of school. Like I feel like I would have really thrived in like homeschooling or something yeah. like that where I could be flexible with it. Um, as for friends, like I have like my best friend, we were in high school together and like we are still the closest ever right now. I didn't have, like, a big group of girlfriends ever at a time. Like, I was always, like, more of a lone soldier or it would just be, like, you know, two or three of us. Um, But mostly it was kind of just, like, myself and somebody else. Um, So, yeah, I didn't really ever like the whole girl group dynamic. I had, like, a lot of guy friends in high school. Like, I had some guy guy group that I... No, not even like that. Like, I was always dating somebody else from outside of school. Like, it was just, like, me and the yeah. guys. Like, I felt more comfortable there because I hated the atmosphere of a, you know, girls group. And when I first, um, pretty much this first and second year of high school, there was, we, I ended up getting involved with this group of girls. And I hated the dynamic so much. Like, everybody would just talk shit about each yeah. other behind each other's back or leave people out. And there was always just, like, something. And I was like, damn, this is shit. Bye. Like, I would just go and hang out with somebody else. And I don't know. I always hated the structure of a girls' group now. And I've definitely held that in my adult life as well. Like, I don't have, like, a big group of the girls. I have a lot of individual friends that I've picked up um, throughout my life. Some from school, some from works, some from... Um, not a lot of people from like online. I don't have a lot of online friends, but I do have some really close ones. Just I just me. Have, like, a lot of pardon. Just me. Always picking up new new bloody people, and you can definitely add to the list, darling. Um, but and you're my furthest away friend actually now because you're you're over the water. You're in a stop. different country. That's stop. Crazy. The fact that I'm your friend. Fucking stop it. Oh, I can't. Stop it. I feel like we just. I feel like I've known you forever, honestly. It's so easy to talk with. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't. I, I don't know. Did I have. I didn't really make it a problem. I think I was just like, okay, there's issues. I'm going to step away from That's it. So I don't good. want to deal with that shit. Um, and actually thinking about it now, that was pretty woke of me. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you were like, you know what? 
Fuck you. Like, I'm like, did I have problems? Like, no, because I just dealt with them in like a pretty healthy way and just, you know, got away from them. That's um, so good. I wish I was like that. I really do. Yeah. What was your scenario for? Oh, golly. Um, I'm scared. No, I think the biggest thing that I struggled with as a teenager in high school was the people-pleasing element of friendships. I always wanted everyone to get along with me. If I didn't, it stressed me out. Um, and whatever that entailed at that point in time was what I did, which looking back is just, yeah. I mean, I don't regret high school, but I definitely wasn't myself. And looking at myself now, I'm like, thank fuck. And I learned very early on, after high school, I think like maybe a year after high school, something in my brain clicked and it was like, none of these people are doing anything that you want to do in life. None of them are sitting at the level that you would like to be at. You know, there's no goals, there's no aspirations. They're not bringing anything to the table. And previously I would know that, but I'd be like, oh yeah, but I've known them for so long. So like we're besties. And so I had to learn that just because you are friends with someone for a very long time doesn't mean that they're bringing anything to the table And now with all of my friendships, like someone is bringing something to the table and vice versa, because I learned very quickly that my time is very sacred and my energy is very important to me. And whoever I'm giving that to should be like blessed and honored to be in my circle without sounding like the cockiest bitch on the world. But like, yeah. You have to go into your life like that because otherwise you're going to end up spending wasting time on people that literally like what are you doing? I um, yeah literally. (laughs) I was in a situation. Oh, do you want to touch on any more of that? Because I've got I've got some. No, no, you go. I tell me all the tea. Spill like spill it. Um, So up until recently, there was. It's very hard because I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, name names or anything. Anybody you know who knows me personally will know exactly who this is about. But I had somebody in my life who was by far the most toxic yeah. female I've ever had. Like yeah. I've had some shitty friendships along the way that I've just gone bad. Like I'm the I'm the queen of cutting a bitch off if they don't. Like I'm, I pride myself. That would be top of the resume. Like yeah. queen of cutting a bitch. Like, yeah. I do not, I do not care. Like I, the amount of people that I have just kind of either slowly just stepped away from or have sent a pretty much breakup message to. Is yeah, crazy. literally. <laughs> and it's awkward. Cause I'm like, I'm happy to just, if we just pick up on the signs, like I'm happy to just go our separate ways, mm. you know, naturally, but there's always a lot of questions and I'm like, okay, here comes the breakup. Yeah, totally. But that's it though. It's Um, learning how to set boundaries and be like, you know what? I actually don't have time for you anymore. And I don't even have to explain to you why. Absolutely. 100%. And I feel like this was the last, this was the last experience of me ever letting anybody in who made me feel so shit for such an extended amount of time. Mm. The only reason this person was you know, lucky enough to be in my presence for as long as they were was because they had something to do with the wedding. So it felt very much like... No, ma'am. A trap because we got in so deep and, like, it was just, like, wedding meetings turned into, like, you know... Dinners and... Yeah, 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 it was a friendship and it seemed fine at the beginning, but then there was just so many things that it was one 
after the other, constant little red, little red flag. The biggest red flags I've ever seen in my life. Huge, absolutely huge. You know how I used the card um, analogy before? <laughs> I was given out five cards every hour to this person. It was insane. And after I sent, well, it actually was, it was Brandon, my lovely husband and my sister, Tyler, and myself sat down and we wrote a breakup letter of 800 words and curated it all beautifully. And then that was sent off about three months before the wedding. And then it was all done. My life, it was amazing. It was like, it was heaven. It was the best thing ever. And it was, I was so nervous to do it because I just felt like, I wasn't able to. I was like, I feel trapped. Like, what am I going to do with this? What if, what if, what if? And then my sister literally said to me, like, made it so clear for me. She said, okay, close your eyes, picture your wedding, and you see this person walking up to you. What are you thinking? And I literally was like, oh, fuck, no. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want a deal. And then I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this email. We're going to cut this person off. And this is the last person I am letting into my life that... I don't want there. Like, this is the last time. This is, like, it's time to grow up. But, like, finally, I've been really good at doing that for a, a long time. But this was just, like, the last last little straw with it all. Um, and after she was swiftly evacuated out of my life, <laughs> things were fantastic. And it made me yeah. realize I'm never, not for another minute, am I going to waste time on anybody that doesn't, you know. I, I don't 100%. Like, really thoroughly enjoy them yeah. and, you know, they enjoy me and we can just you know why does it have to be you know why 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 would you have people in your life that you don't want there like, literally why? and that's why? the biggest why? thing Casey, why did you do that yeah totally but it's all right because it's done now and it was lesson learned yeah but how and good now, though right like how good to know in your soul that that person is like the bare fucking minimum that you deserve and you were just like peace i'm i'm done with your shit see it, see it, see it, yeah see it. i had a friend like that as well and um we were best friends for a very very long time but the one thing that i never noticed that my parents noticed um a lot quicker than me is whenever i would celebrate something it was very passive aggressive response oh, 100% yeah 100% that's like a that's the that's a red flag and <laughs> i feel like all those friendships 100 percent do the same thing you can tell yeah when nobody like you know genuinely happy for you or if they don't say anything usually they're sitting there chatting shit to somebody else about the thing that yeah. you're celebrating like i feel like that is a common theme Oh, absolutely. And my favorite thing now, because that was the thing, right? Like I, I didn't pick up on it because I was a massive fucking people pleaser. And I can say that out loud because that was me. Like Ren was the girl who got along with everyone because it caused me so much fucking anxiety for people not to like me. Now, couldn't give a flying fuck. Could not give two shits. And it's amazing. And so now I notice that stuff and I'm like, oh, she's actually genuinely pissed off that I'm doing well. And then I see them like, watching my stories or like sharing my posts and like whether that's in a DM or whatever. And I'm like, I see you. I see you watching. I see you, bitch. I know you're sitting there just, you know, just, just looking from afar, but you're there. 
Yeah, and that's like without being cocky because like I had a conversation with Jack from the Misfits and he was like, make sure, you know, moving forward that you're really humble. Like, yes, people are talking about you, but like, that's not who you are. And so I love it when like you see people who always were like, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make a difference. I remember there was this guy in my DMs like a month into my life coaching and he was like, you're 20 years old. What the fuck are you going to do? Whose life are you going to like help? Who's going to listen? And I'm like, well, I'm actually doing really fucking well now, so thanks, buddy. It's it's crazy because how, like, this poor person to actually have gone out of their way to say something like that to you, how how messed up? Like, obviously, they have a lot of demons they need to work through. And it's not a reflection (laughs) of anything that you've ever done or you're doing. It's 100% a reflection back on how miserable or bitter or unhappy that person is that sent that stuff literally like (sighs) literally and that's the thing obviously you'd know you have a lot of followers like the amount of like hate like dms or comments that you'd see and you'd just be like wow i genuinely feel so bad for you that you feel such a need to come into my space and like give give me your two cents I feel like I'm very, very, very lucky because I know a lot of people don't have this and I don't know if it's because I'm like less relevant these days or if it's just because I am very blessed, but I do not get hardly any hate. I get like... That's because you're the shit. Thanks, darling. (laughs) There's nothing you can take the piss out of me. No. Because I take the piss out of myself. Yeah. And that's my superpower. Yeah. You can't. Like, if there's anything wrong, I'm the first to bring it up. Yeah. Like, if I say it, then what are you going to do? You're just agreeing with something I've already said. Like, yeah. I'm not bothered. Like, I'm well aware of it. So I feel like that's my superpower that I, like, and I, it, it pays off because I literally don't have hardly any hate. I think maybe twice this year I've received comments about things, but it wasn't even necessarily, like, hate about me. It was just the way that I've talked about things. So there was one example when I talked about... Um, my scenario with domestic violence and opened up about that a little bit and I pretty much just asked everybody like because whenever I talk about something like that I get thousands of these oh like, yeah people uh and it's not just like you know I hope you're okay it's I'm getting everybody's story it's story yeah eh? story after story after story mm. empath um hi I'm just about to absorb all of that so I pretty much put a disclaimer after posting my story that um i i think i said something along the lines of if you wouldn't mind i'd really love it if i could just share this story um without having a lot of people i definitely worded it a little bit better than that but it was pretty much to you know tell people not to bombard me with their stories as i am one person sharing mine and i would receive thousands back yeah. there was no way to physically go through all of those message messages and i didn't want to let anybody feel like they weren't seen if they've gone out of their way to you know take 10 minutes to type up their whole story yeah, totally. i didn't want anybody to feel like i had ignored them so i figured you know I, I just want i put it out there so people knew that they weren't so alone and then i had somebody message me this is the one like one i think this was the first of the year and she pretty much said that I was triggering everybody and I hadn't put up a trigger warning, even though I had in the story before. <laughs> um, and that I was like disgusting of me to put my story out there without letting people all come and, you know, tell their stories as well. Mm. And yeah, I was like, 
well, that's a bit messed up because totally. I'm not here to be everybody's, like... No, you know, and that's I'm the not, thing. I'm like, you're not people. everyone's therapist. And you saying that is you setting a boundary because, like, as, as sad as it is, I don't want 600,000 people in my DMs telling me about the one scenario that triggers me every single day of my life. Because yeah, then you have to relive that experience 600,000 yeah. times. I literally, so the week before I'd shared that story, I'd put up a story about how I had somebody pretty much stalk me to my car and try and get my number, and there was a whole mm. situation. It was like a very, like... It that was, was disgusting. It was awful, like, oh, it was horrid. Um, and he, I, I shared that story, and I had hundreds of people message me about that. I actually sat there crying because I went through all of those messages yeah. and tried to respond because people had told me their scenarios with those things happening. And I was sat there for six hours just crying on my bed, like going through all these messages and stuff. I couldn't do much of anything else. I was so drained and that was not even close to touching on what I touched on in the other story later on that next week. So that's why I put up the disclaimer. And now I feel like I'm explaining myself. No, you're fine. You're fine. Explain away. But that's the thing, right? Sometimes you actually do because people are so fucking dumb and they don't realize that you can prioritize your beliefs and values and whatever before theirs. And so when that person yeah. was in your DMs, they were expecting you to be like, well, actually, but it's like, I don't even have to explain that to you, boo, because you should just know that. Yeah, 100%. And if that's like, you know, if that's what you think, I'm not mad that you're not following me anymore because I don't yeah. want your energy in my little circle because, you know, totally. 99.9999% of people get it and wouldn't yeah. be mad about it. It just takes one little sourpuss to, you know, bring the whole vibe down. 100%. Oh, yeah, like, what What do you do? You know, like, you could send an email and be like, I'm so sorry for upsetting you, but like like we talked about, you know, you're never going to please everyone. And the quicker you learn that, the quicker your life thrives because you just go along with your day genuinely not giving a fuck about what anyone else thinks. And you're like, you know what, I'm going to post that and I actually don't care. Yeah. That's yeah. great. There is, there is a power in that. What's your other question? Sorry, your other oh, question. Wow. I love how we're just chatting like we're like having drinks or something and then we get like we're supposed to be answering questions but we get distracted. Oh, we just I told you this. I'm like I'm not very good at articulating myself and I go down rabbit holes but like <laughs> I'm very deep. So um we are gonna get off topic, that's for sure. That's fine. Um which one? Oh, okay, so still living at home with very negative parents, any help? Oh <laughs> Do you have advice on this? Do you I feel like this hidden earth, I'm scared. Living, what was the question? Living at home with negative parents? Yeah. Any advice? Oh, my approach is very straightforward. My approach is sit down and have that uncomfortable conversation that you've been putting off for years because nine times out of ten, your parents behave the way they do because they've been conditioned through their parents and they don't actually know how you feel. So that's probably my first advice. Otherwise, just leave. I, I think I moved out like, when I was 18. I your, your first response, 100% bang on, that's great. Um, definitely would be a helpful tool for a lot of people, mm. but I would just jump straight to leave. I would yeah. be like, get out. When I was starting to, um, the house was just not a cute vibe. It was a good atmosphere. It was, my sister oh, okay. and myself all going through shit, like, turmoil and we we all have 
our own little fun, quirky mental health issues that we all brought to the table. And it was just like hell on earth. It was like a hellscape with mm. us all in the house together. There was so much negative energy. Like we were, it was a, it was a dark time. It was horrible. And I don't think any length of a conversation would have fixed it. Yeah. That for all the stuff that we personally needed to deal with separate from each other, there was no way we were going to be able to catch up and like be in a good space. So I left and it helped my relationship with my mom so much, helped my relationship with my sister so much. I was in a different state too. So it wasn't just like, you know, moving half an hour away or anything. I was in a completely different state. And that move was the best thing I ever did. I was so financially strapped. I had God, I had no money. I'm so grateful that my amazing now husband was able to help support me. Mm. Um, through Isn't that, that the best? Oh, he is just an absolute saint. And the best part is we've done it for each other. It's not just like he's taking care of me. Yeah. When we moved back to um, my home state, Brisbane, or Queensland, Brisbane, um, we... I was able to support him while he was leaving the army and everything. It's like, you know, you know, just support. It's a team thing. Totally. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, we love our partners. Amazing. Um, But yeah, getting away from that situation, it just, it really does depend on every individual situation, doesn't it? Because some people can just have, you know, a conversation. It can really help. And people can, you know, work on boundaries and work on having a better balance there. But in some cases, I think just getting out, like making it work. You know, you can find a roommate if it's going to be too expensive for you to leave by yourself. Um, or you could, there are things you can do. There are, there yeah. are things you can do and sometimes you just need to get out of it and it will heal. And a lot of cases, I feel like it does help with, you know, those relationships. And the fact you don't have to see your negative parents all the time, mm. you're not getting all that negative energy all the time. Yeah. Um, especially if it's the problems that, you know, your parents do have, they might not even be in a space where they want to work on themselves. Oh, 100%. how much you talk to them, like if they don't think there's an issue with it or, you know, they're set in their ways, you're going to constantly just be exposing yourself to that all the time. And there's only, you know, so much time you can spend in your room or... Yeah, 100%. You know, leaving the house and, you know, hanging out with people, it's still going to be your environment. And I know that I'm really, really affected by my environment. Like if I'm not feeling right with my living space I am a monster so I think it's 100% but also like going back to that first point of advice like make sure that you like don't have that conversation if it's going to not go anywhere and I feel like deep down we all have like our gut instincts and you know like you know if you sit down with this person how that conversation is going to go so if it's going to be an absolute shit storm just yeah just leave get on out yeah make it work 100% like you if you want it bad enough you can do it you might have to pick up some extra shifts or try and find another source of income or something you can do on the side to you know make up for it but get out yeah 100% get out what's the next question alrighty so (sighs) we already kind of touched on this before um advice for oh no actually this is the other end of the spectrum. We were right. talking about cutting off friends, but this says advice for a friend randomly cutting you off. The anxious Ooh. Over- no. So I feel bad because I'm usually the sledgehammer. Same. But Same. I literally cut people I off think- like it's my like like it's my hobby. It's a second nature. 100%. Do you do you wanna take the lead on this one? I might. I feel like as somebody who 
is the cutter offer up? <laughs> if the person that you're cutting off, you know, is messaging you or hitting you up and you're just trying to ghost them, they obviously need you to talk to them about it. Yeah. So I think asking, just asking a simple question of, hey, I noticed things that you've been really distant, you've been ignoring me, and I just wanted to know um, why exactly you don't really, you know, I don't know what me in your life anymore i would just love to know it might not help but it might give you closure in some way or form i mean i think the fact that i articulate you know put all my thoughts into that email was hopefully helpful to yeah that person that I, like i i wasn't attacking her in any way shape or form i just let her know that i needed to put myself first and how it was affecting me and you know, certain things that were affecting me that, you know, she did in the hopes that it might be something that she can take away a little bit of advice for the next time she gets into a friendship or something. And maybe there are some things that you're doing that mm. might not be, but there may be some things that you're doing that might be a little bit toxic that you don't notice. So maybe having them pointed out might be helpful. I don't know if it would. It really does depend on every body. I don't know if I would like to be told those things, but yeah. I probably just wouldn't ask. I, I'm the sort of person, if I was getting cut off, I think I would just go, cool, they don't want to talk to me. Don't. They don't want me in their life. I'm fine with that. I'm going to go do my thing. If, you know, they, they don't see me being important in their life, why the hell would I want to find 100%. 100%. And, like, the first thing is communication because it could be the difference between something that you said that was like misinterpreted and then that can fix your relationship I think also reflection what have you done or not done or what had yeah just reflect on what's happened throughout your friendship and go okay is that a red flag was I toxic here could I have been a better support system and then yeah I mean if if someone sent me a message a detailed like an email and was like hey bitch here are the eight reasons why you suck as a person um I would probably like you said just be like okay peace like that's fine but yeah if if someone just cuts you off you have every right to ask them why but also respecting their decision to cut you off in the first place you're not entitled to that friendship you don't actually have to you know fuck with that energy anymore or yeah you're not owed anything like you don't owe them anything you want to owe anything like it is just two people come together because they you know vibe yeah if they don't vibe and sometimes it is one-sided. One-sided people are vibing more than the other side. And yeah. Some, it's, you can't always, you know, it's not always going to work out, is it? No. <laughs> Literally. You just wait around and all like, you know, search for people that do value you and are, you know, like the way you are or people that make you the best version of yourself. Like, I know I have a lot of friends in my life now ever since cutting off a lot of the people that weren't high vibe or, you know, didn't clap when I was succeeding. All my friends now, every time anything happens, like they are there clapping from 100%. Even if I don't talk to them that much, like there's so much support and love and it is reciprocated completely. If they're doing big things or if they're having hard times, I'm always going to be there. Even if we don't talk all the time, like I feel like they're the best friends to sort of have. The ones that aren't constantly, you know, you're not always having to maintain it. People that are, you know, just, you know, they, they, you come and you hang out and you spend time together when it suits you both and yeah. you're independent from each other, you're not reliant on, you know, hanging out all the time to keep the friendship up. Like you just do your own thing, then you come together and have a bloody great mm. time and it's high vibe and you support each other and 
Yeah. I think another thing um, to remember is like everything happens for a reason, right? So whether this person has cut you off um, or whatever the situation is, there's probably a damn fucking good reason. And that might not even be your fault. They actually might be getting into something or hanging out with certain people and then that's that's influenced. And so, yeah, I just, I strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. So if you're cutting people off, if they've cut you off, vice versa, it's probably for your own good. And you should just move the fuck on because there's like six, how many people? Eight billion people in the world or something like that. There's a hell of a lot. And (laughs) people will be out there somewhere. And if you're spending time with the wrong people you're not going to be finding those right people. So you may as well just get out of spaces that don't, you know, don't serve you and you're not serving them and just find totally. your people. And don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. Like I had a friend yeah. that I cut off. So hard not to. And then, oh, 100%. Like if someone messaged me and was like, you're a shitty person, I'd be like, how dare you? But then I know that that's just my ego and like I would, you know, be able to be like, yeah. okay, well that sucks, but... Yeah, just know, like, sometimes people don't know what they want. They don't know what they need. And so, yeah, they'll just cut you off. And then you just have to be like, okay, shitty situation, absolutely. But, like, I'm going to thrive now. And just remind them what they left. So. Absolutely. That's my two cents on that one. <laughs> I did. That's my two cents on that one. I love that. That was, that was good. Do you I have any more that. questions? Um, I feel like we've touched on some of them. I love a cute little Q&A. Same. They're good to go. Um, there was the one about communicating better with your partner, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I'm the best person to give advice on because I feel like if there was one thing in our relationship, communication isn't always – it's not that we don't communicate. It's the form of communication Absolutely. that isn't always the healthiest. I, I think we should um, talk about this because this is good. Yeah, I think this is a good one. I think it's a nice one to end our little Q&A portion yeah. on. So, Do you want to go first? You, you take the reins okay. on this one. I'll okay, so for everyone listening and for anyone who knows me, they like communication was not my thing. I was so entitled, like previously before I did any form of self-growth, I thought that everything I did was correct there was absolutely no way in hell that I was in the wrong ever. And so I remember at the very start of my relationship that I currently still have with Cody, I was just like, we were communicating, but I wasn't listening. And if I was listening, I was listening to respond, not to listen. So like I would have an issue or vice versa. Yeah. Casey's like hands up. Yeah. But like, also if you don't, if you've never been taught how to effectively communicate, you can't expect yourself to know how to effectively communicate. So that was my biggest thing. It was like we were talking all the time about all our problems, all the time. We were bickering about this and arguing about that. And I thought that was communicating because to me, that's better than not saying anything. Yeah. But then... I 100%, I'm relating 100% to the yeah. start of Brandon and my relationship as well, by the way. Like 100% of what you're saying, copy paste because that is it. Literally. And then I went to my therapist and I was like, look, we keep having the same fucking issue. Every time we argue about this, this thing comes up from the past and it's just, it's like a continuation of the same problem. And she was like, okay. And what's um, Cody's take on this? And I was like, oh yeah, like a good question. I haven't actually like asked him. Um, And she was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're talking about this every like four days. And I was like, yeah, actually like really good point. And she was like, okay, sit down with him and ask him how he feels 
about this thing. And then I did that and his response was so different to mine, but I'd never heard it because I was just talking and fucking talking and talking and talking and talking and not listening. And so I think the best way to communicate with your partner is to just sit down and like listen to what they have to say. Because I had to learn that guys, men, sorry, have been conditioned for so many years to never speak about their feelings. They don't talk about how they feel. They're not quite sure how they feel because like they've always had to just show up, be strong, support, and that's it. And the girls are, sorry, the females are extremely emotional. And so I had to sit there and listen to him like talk about his day, but he didn't actually know what was wrong. And previously I'd be like, oh, I know why you're sad. I know. And then it's like, well, no, you fucking don't because you're not your partner. And sometimes you just have to sit there and just be like, okay, cool. That makes a lot of sense. And I noticed that when I started listening, the actual argument was not about anything relevant at all. It was just me being triggered about something. And then, yeah, takes a while. Yeah, though. Pretty... <laughs> oh, absolutely. hundred percent. And it does, it's never, it's not always going to be perfect. And you're not always going to deal with situations yeah. in the best way, but especially something that I have learned. And although I definitely communicate in a way better way than I used to, I still can be quite abrupt if i like I, <laughs> I laugh poor brandon sometimes i'm very i have a lot of opinions and mm. i fight for them and while my style of communication sometimes is some i like to have a lively debate <laughs> sometimes i think it can go a little bit far and it still happens now and something we work on i work on um but i think if those situations arise where you know you haven't acted or done the right thing, I think taking that time to reflect yes. after <laughs> those situations and then come into it and have another conversation when yeah. it isn't, you know, you're not in the red zone, bring yourself down a few notches, have a little think about it, put yourself in their shoes, how they were feeling about yeah. what you were just saying and come back and talk things through on a more calm level. Like you said, ask them about their opinion, especially if you haven't given them much airtime on the conversation, which is something that you can be guilty of. Yeah, um, but also, like, and... you don't you don't know what the actual problem is until you genuinely sit down. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned and that I've implemented into my relationship the past year, I think, is debriefs. So every week we sit down and we debrief about the entire week, start to finish, what was good, what was bad, how can we support each other moving forward? And then you give each other a compliment. And then what that does is open up space so your partner can talk freely without you being personally offended. So Cody could be like, okay, on Wednesday night, you didn't do the fucking dishes. And um, it triggers me when you don't do the dishes because I need the kitchen clean. And normally if he like had come into the kitchen on the Wednesday night and was like, you haven't done the fucking dishes, I'd be like, oh, but I've had a really full on day and blah, 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 blah. But in the debrief, he can say whatever he wants to say. And I know that he's just like getting stuff off his chest. And it's like, oh, okay, we're actually not arguing. We're just communicating. I love that. That's so, that's such a healthy thing to do. And you're so young to know that tool and be implementing that. I am jealous because 20 year old Casey was oh not that woke at all so it's so good that you're doing that now i think that's a really a really healthy way to look at 
things and that yeah weekly debrief is such a great idea something that I might even uh, start to yeah absolutely in our marriage I can't even believe I know that's so crazy that you're a wifey now but yeah totally like for anyone listening if you feel drawn to take any advice or implement a debrief like fucking do it because like I still have people that are so confused how we can debrief talk about however we're feeling but still have like small bickering arguments and it's like well your relationship isn't going to be perfect 24 7 because that's fake people like in each other's lives very very involved yeah time it's going to be especially I think if you live together as well like and to put in perspective of our situation we live and work in the same space he does have a job that he is up really early in the morning for but he's back by like 9am and then we have the whole day together so we're constantly in each other's space wow which is very unusual but we're meant to be because we totally make it work and we do have those that are like like i feel like i don't i don't do it as much anymore but (laughs) say there were dishes or something's been left out and i'll sort of do like a big like oh for fuck's sake or something yeah. and he'll be sitting down and he'll know straight away I won't be like it's why haven't you done this or whatever I'll just be a little bit dramatic for a minute and I'll do it <laughs> way, but I feel like, I feel like it's like animals like you know my dogs rally at each other when they don't want to you know it's like a warning like a yeah I'm meant to do this but you I don't know if that's healthy or not but I feel like we don't we don't like if he hasn't freaking done the dishes or whatever, we don't care anymore. Like, it's just... Oh, yeah, no, done. totally. Like, it gets done. And we've yeah. got, like, our rhythm with things now. Like, we've got the sort of chores that we do and everything. It just sort of flows now. And then we don't have those arguments or, like, little moments anymore because we've been able to, you know, compromise. Yeah. And those little things that we would... Compromising. Oh, my God. <laughs> That oh, is, like that's the fucking secret to relationships. And like, I know I, you know, I've only been with Cody for like four and a bit years, but like, if I was that's taught how to compromise, oh my God, it would have like, wow. Like, wow. Like, yeah. It is the magic. It's the secret sauce. It's the, the special spices to a relationship. Oh. Everyone is compromised 100%. Yeah, compromising and communication is key, but also knowing like you're two people trying to grow up together and like your relationship isn't perfect. And if anyone has a perfect relationship, nine times out of 10, it's not. And you know, like, you know, like stuff happens behind closed doors. So, but do you have any more questions before we get to a little bit about you before we wrap this up? Everything else I think we pretty much either touched on or we sort of talked about it even before they came through. So I feel like we've um, done a good job on the question. Oh, absolutely. I just have three more questions for you, my love. Every okay. every person, every guest that I have on, I like to ask them a couple of questions. Just a little, like, pop quiz kind of moment. Well, I was always shit at quizzes, so I was better at assignments than quizzes. I'm <laughs> good on the spot. <laughs> okay, so number one is your favourite movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Isn't it just a classic? So good. Or Step Brothers. Like, just the typical. Yeah. I, I feel so Caucasian right now. Like, they're the most typical <laughs> things for me to say. Like, <laughs> but I love them. I'm not even mad. I'm, I, I'm owning it. They're my faves. Number two is if you could talk to your younger self, what advice would you give her? Fuck whatever it anybody else thinks like literally people don't give that much of a shit and if they do have opinions about you they do not matter at all and do not 
at all have anything to do with who you are because you are you and you are the like you just need to show up as yourself because that's the best best person you can be so stop trying to dull your sparkle for other people because your sparkle is amazing and it's where the magic happens and you're special just the way you are you don't need no your little spark for anybody that's so good and okay the last one what is the best piece of advice you've ever heard best piece of advice i've ever heard i really putting you on the spot (laughs) i I know like that's very intense i've probably heard better advice than this but i think just a general one for every day it's a bad day not a bad life oh that's so good i live by that i feel like that would have if i had known that earlier Mm. that would have got me through some um but yeah bad day not a bad life nice okay well I just want to say a massive fucking thank you for taking time out of your busy influencer youtuber extraordinaire schedule to talk to little old Ren this has been really really good and I can't wait for everyone to hear it I'm so excited I've had such a lovely time I hope um, my word vomit was able to be you know articulate i articulated myself well enough that you can get some information out of this because i ramble about shit all the time and i stumble on me words but um i hope that it made enough sense and it was a good and it is going to be a good listen for people i guess yeah absolutely it just i feel like i've known you forever honestly what a good feeling though right like you're literally like on the whole other well not the whole other side of the world but like over the water a little skip and a jump But yeah, no, this has been really good and I hope you guys listening have really enjoyed it and I will let you know when the next episode is coming out. Peace.